ruling and mercy. And the first Bible study was more just laying groundwork. And then uh, last few weeks, we have been hitting the different, uh, the different uh, gifts uh, that are listed here. And so we looked at prophecy. Uh, we looked at teaching or at uh, the servant or ministry. And tonight we're going to look at uh, teaching, uh, the gift of teaching. And when we, we look at these different gifts, Sometimes people have an idea that, well, if I have that gift, it means I'm going to be really good at that. And that is not the case. That is a gift, but it is a, a gift that has to be honed. And just because somebody is, has the gift of the prophet doesn't mean that they are good at their gift. They could just be rude. All right, uh, somebody, there are people that have been gifted with serving, but they're not, they're not using that gift. So all of us have gifts. And with this, uh, we, wanna, we want our gifts to be used uh, for God's glory. I'm looking around, Miss, Miss Gatlin, are you cold? I am burning up. And how many of you are cold? Anybody cold? No way. Unreal. Okay. How many of you are, it's good. All right. All right. How many are just lukewarm? Okay. All right. We won't go there. Uh, but here we're going to look at, uh, we are going to look at this gift of teaching tonight and the spiritual gift of teaching. And let's pray. Father, I do pray that you would help us this evening. Uh, Lord, give us insight and wisdom uh, into your word, and may your word uh, challenge us. Lord, uh, may we uh, sense and see the calling of God in our life, the giftings that you have given to us. And then, Lord, help us also to be aware as we learn about spiritual gifts, uh, to be able to uh, help us better understand uh, our co-laborers together. And so I pray that you would work in a mighty way for Christ's sake. Amen. You can be seated. Here, when I think about uh, the gift of teaching, uh, there are several people that I think about, but right off the bat, I think about Solomon. Uh, I think about the wisdom that he had, and over and over and over again, you, you find my son, and there was that instruction that, that took place. Uh, with that, uh, that, it doesn't mean that the instruction was received. And Solomon was the wisest man who had ever lived, and nobody can discount that. Uh, that's what God said about him. And so in that, though, there was a, the ability to teach and to communicate, uh, but uh, there was also the responsibility of the hearers to take what was uh, being taught. Uh, so I think about uh, Solomon. He was a learner. Uh, he was a thinker. Uh, he was a doer. He took what he knew and learned, and he did something with it. Uh, I think about Barnabas. I think about a man who, who was the spiritual mentor of the Apostle Paul. Can you imagine mentoring Paul? What, what, a, what a responsibility 
But God put it on Barnabas' heart to go after Saul. Go find him and bring him back. And he was a co-laborer together. And though there, at one point they did have some strife and there were some issues, but Barnabas was someone that uh, was going to try to help facilitate uh, God's will in somebody else's life. Uh, and I think about teachers with that. I think about Daniel's mom and dad. I mean, here, there was something happened for him to get his faith, get a hold of his faith so strongly. He had, he had some people that had invested in him. And he grabbed a hold of it. And so uh, when I think about teachers, I think, though they are never mentioned, uh, I think they had to have been great teachers. Because at a young age, he grabbed his faith and it, he had it for his entire life. Uh, I think about uh, several uh, individuals throughout Scripture uh, that were, were teachers. But uh, when, we, when we look at it, uh, we can see that uh, this, is, this is a gifting. God lists this gift uh, of the teacher. Uh, so, so with this, in verse number 7, uh, or ministry, let us wait on our ministering, or he that teacheth on teaching. And so here we see this gift uh, of teaching. So uh, we're going to look again. We'll see the characteristics of those that have this gift. And then we will see also a liability or a misuse of the gift. Uh, and I have got quite a bit of feedback on the, uh, the Bible study and uh, people uh, saying that they have learned some things about themselves and other people. Uh, but I've also had some people say that uh, the, uh, you, hitting the liability side of the gift has made it sound like they were negative uh, gifts. And that's definitely not my intention um, uh, if, I, if I focus on the negative side of a gift, it is there to help us recognize that so we don't allow that to be uh, evident. We don't allow that to, uh, to uh, be our focus, that we, we don't offset our gift, uh, the blessings of our gift, because of the negative side of those characteristics. And so uh, it's not meant to make the gift as though it is negative. It is there to help us see the, the weakness of those gifts so we don't uh, allow that to, uh, to uh, cause us not to be uh, effective with our gift. So first, we're going to look at the first characteristic. Number one, uh, the, the, those that have the gift of the teacher, they have a need to validate information. They have a need to validate information. The, te- the one with the gift of the teaching, uh, they're the one that needs the footnotes. They're the ones that uh, need all of the information uh, to back up whatever has been uh, stated or said. If there is a quote, if there was a statistic, uh, they want the validation of that. Where did you get that statistic? Uh, uh, Is that really accurate? They're the people that fact check my messages. And I know that there are. Uh, I've had people ask me, okay, so where did you get that uh, report? And uh, I want to look at that. And, uh, and for the most part, uh, because I know that there are people that uh, really want that information, 
that I, I will put footnotes in my messages, links of where I grab the information, the dates of an article. Why? Because I know some people uh, really need that. And two, I want to make sure that I am not giving uh, just hearsay. So uh, I want to make sure that I, I give uh, good, solid information. And there might be times where I'll, I will grab uh, just out of the recesses of my mind uh, a statistic or something that I had studied out before or that I had heard. And, and, uh, but I have never purposely given somebody uh, information that would be uh, wrong while I'm preaching for sure. Uh, but, uh, but with this, uh, those quotes and statistics, those that are teachers, they need that validated. Uh, what is being taught? They want to make sure that it is being accurate. Uh, for the teacher, evangelistically speaking, does not work. They want details. They don't want generalizations. They want uh, what is specific. Uh, so when we think about this, uh, we go through who's the person that, that characterizes this. Uh, we use, uh, are going to use Luke tonight. Uh, and uh, Luke was a physician. Uh, so Luke the physician, a educated man. An educated man. And with that education... He wants to make sure that things are right where they need to be. Uh, Luke 1, 4, it says that thou mightest know the certainty of those things wherein thou hast been instructed. And Luke is, is going through it, and he is, as he's writing the gospel, he is wanting them to know uh, that, uh, that he, he is an eyewitness of what has transpired. He wants people to see and to have confidence in the information uh, that he is sharing. So uh, those with the characteristic, uh, the gift of the, uh, the teacher, they need to validate information. Uh, the uh, liability is that they can become proud of knowledge. They can become proud of knowledge. And that's any of us. And so uh, with the verification of research, and uh, they're the ones that are, that are going to uh, look through and make sure everything is right, uh, the teacher can become very proud of the knowledge that he has gained. And so uh, with that, you just have to be cautious. Uh, knowledge is good, but there's a danger. Uh, the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 8, 1, he said, now as touching things offered to idols, we know that we have knowledge. Knowledge puffeth up, but charity edifieth. And so uh, it doesn't mean that every person that is the, the teacher is proud, it is, but there is a liability that is there with that gaining of knowledge, uh, they can uh, be puffed up. That's what knowledge does. Knowledge puffs up. Uh, so, so number one, we see the need to validate. Number two, uh, they check out the teachers. Uh, these, are, these are the people that make sure that everything's right. They, they, would be, they would be the ones that uh, would, would make sure that if somebody started teaching false information, false doctrine, uh, they are, are going to know that it is false and they are going to uh, validate what is right. They're going to they're gonna make sure that things are right. You know what? We need that. We, we need people. You know, uh, as we serve the Lord, we should, we need accountability. Everybody needs accountability. 
And, and with that, uh, we should not uh, be so insecure that we would uh, feel like nobody had a right to question or ask questions about what we believe. You know, the teachers are the, they're the ones that help that, make sure that uh, things are done uh, correct. Uh, my father-in-law, uh, Brother Coates, uh, he, he was a professor in a university. He was a math professor at a university. He's a smart guy. He let me marry his daughter, so I'm not quite sure that he's that smart, but... But uh, he's, he's a smart man. And, and with that knowledge, he, he is a teacher. And he checks out those that are in any position of, of leadership. You know, when he goes to the doctor, before he goes to the doctor, he already looks at their website he knows what their credentials are. He knows what university they went to. He knows where they interned. That matters to him. The pastor, what matters to you? Does he, do they have a D and an R in front of their name? Can they make me feel better? I could care less where they went to college. Can they help me? That's all I care about. But that's not all he cares about. Why? Because it's part of his gifting. It's, it's how he has been wired. And so with that, though, uh, they, check, uh, they check that out. Uh, if he's talking to somebody about college, you can name just about any college you want to name, and he will know something about that college. In his spare time, he reads about universities and colleges and it's like, who cares? He does. <laughs> it's, a, it's a characteristic of those that have the gift of teaching. They, they look into those uh, details. Uh, and so the teacher, though, they will think that everybody wants to know those qualifications as well. And... And so when they teach, oftentimes they will then give all that extra background information. And there's some people who are sitting there, it's like, man, who cares? White noise. I mean, just, just give me the details of what I need to know and the application. I don't need to know all those extra uh, uh, specifics. Uh, but the teachers that are sitting there, uh, man, they're just eating all that detail up. I mean, it's just, uh, to them, it is great. Uh, and so uh, when Luke sent Theoph uh, Theophilus, uh, uh, the, he sends him the credentials uh, in Luke 1, 3, it's, the Bible says, It seemed good to me also, having had perfect understanding of all things from the very first, to write unto thee in order, uh, most excellent Theophilus. And so uh, he, was, he was just uh, giving that information. So uh, we see that they check out the teachers. The use, uh, misuse uh, could be that they despise the lack of credentials. So... Teachers, many teachers attempt to control the misinformation by requiring approved 
uh, courses of instruction or approved credentials. So, so with that then, uh, they, they look for those credentials above uh, necessarily uh, what is being offered. So maybe because they're trying to protect and make sure that everything is uh, exactly where it needs to be, they look at those credentials as validation. And then if somebody doesn't have those credentials, then everything they says they say, it is, it is suspect. Why? Because they're they don't have the credentials, and so uh, it could it could cause them uh, to have a despising uh, uh, the the information, not the people, not despising the individuals, but they despise the lack of uh, credentials. Uh, maybe a preacher uses improper English; uh, he dangles his gerunds and. Uh, uses the wrong uh, pronouns here or there, uh, but. But with that, a teacher, if they're not careful, now all of a sudden they could stop listening for spiritual application because that one area sets them off. Uh, and so we got, we got to be guarded on that. Rachel, uh, she is an English uh, Nazi. Yeah, that's the right word. She's an English Nazi. I mean, if you say something incorrect, she is, she is on it. Uh, and uh, so that's something that she is just so very particular about. Uh, uh, but at the same time, uh, there's also the ability to, to bypass if somebody doesn't have that right uh, proper English and still listen to what's being said. And so uh, it's important. Uh, number three, uh, rely on established resources. They, they rely on established resources. A teacher has a need to go to primary sources to validate truth. So going back to credentials, uh, sometimes it's back to a college or to a university. It's back to a, uh, a set of uh, the, the individuals that had that teaching. Uh, and so, so with that, uh, a teacher could use that source of information, uh, the, the source of where that information comes from, uh, and they can use that to help them uh, feel confident in the information that is coming forward. Uh, so they have a tendency to rely on established resources. Uh, when we, we think about that, the Apostle Paul, on several occasions, he used his credentials as validation. So uh, Acts 22.3, he said, I am verily a man which am a Jew born in Tarsus, a city of Cilicia, yet brought up in this city at the feet of uh, Gamaliel and taught according to the perfect manner of the law of the fathers and was zealous toward God as ye are this day. Uh, he used his credentials. He went back to Gamaliel. Gamaliel was a, uh, was a leader in the Sanhedrin. He was an elite uh, uh, educator and uh, had high credentials. And so uh, Paul even brought in that he sat at his feet uh, for his teaching. Uh, Philippians 3 verse 4, though I might also have confidence in the flesh, if any other man thinketh that he have, whereof he mightest trust in the flesh, I more. 
circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin and Hebrew of the Hebrews, as touching the law of Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching uh, the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. Uh, But what things were gained to me, those I counted uh, loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung that I may win Christ. So here the Apostle Paul, uh, as he was teaching, he was also using the sources of his, uh, of his credentials uh, to help uh, give people confidence in what was being given. The misuse, though, could be that a person would depend on human reasoning. Since the teacher can use scholarly resources and they gain so much information, at some point they can, they can become that judge of what is right and what is not right. Uh, what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. So uh, that, that scholarship and education uh, we've got to be careful that we don't allow that uh, to, uh, to be placed ahead of spiritual insight. God, God's word and the principles of God's word. You know, God can use a donkey. God can use a, a rooster to reprove and rebuke a preacher. So the, all of the education and all of those things, though they are tools, we got to be careful that we don't get so caught up in education that we lose our spiritual perceptiveness. Don't allow education to, to exceed the spiritual. Moms and dads, it's more important for your kids to be in church than it is for them to be in school. My teachers are looking at me like I'm crazy. But the, the reality is, school is a tool. And we have a school. I am for school. Yeah. All right? Yeah. But the reality is, just them being educated is not enough. Yeah. But oftentimes... The kids stay home on Sunday so they can make sure that they're there to school on Monday. Hello? If they're sick on Sunday, stay home. But if they're too sick on Sunday to come to church, they're probably still too sick to come to school on Monday. It's... It's sort of the same thing with us. We would, might stay home from church with a sniffle, but we wouldn't stay home from work with a sniffle. Amen. That was all free. That's not even in my message. Number four, they present truth systematically. Teachers like things done in order. I mean, they, they like having 
everything done and in order and having uh, that, uh, that truth being presented systematically. Uh, they like it being laid out. Uh, they like dates. They like timelines. They like that order of how things happen. Uh, they sometimes... Uh, the the Bible not being in chronological order messes with teachers. How many of you that that has been a struggle? That, uh, I've got I've got a chronological Bible in my office. Uh, and I will do timelines over and over again. And, and with that, I, I go back and I try to put things in order. Uh, you get into the Old Testament and you have uh, the things of Judah going on, uh, the, uh, the southern kingdom. And then you have uh, events going on in the northern kingdom. And, uh, and these are, uh, one gets all read through and then you, uh, you splice in the other kingdom. Uh, and they are not in chronological order. And it's like, man, where, what goes where? What happened first? And, uh, and so the, those that have the gift of teaching, they really love uh, getting in there and uh, chasing that down and getting that uh, correct, uh, getting it in order. Um, the misuse is sometimes te- teachers can criticize uh, the practical applications. They are, they are more concerned, they can become more concerned with the information than they can with the application. You know, the Bible says that uh, they shall heap to themselves what? What? Teachers having itching ears. You know what? Information doesn't transform a life. It's the practical application. It is what do I do with this information? Church is not a place to just have lectures. Though I am not against having the teaching and having the information, but we've got to make sure that there's practical application. How does this help me live the life that I am gaining? Uh, those that, are, uh, that have that, uh, that gift of teaching, they can get caught up into sometimes uh, the wrong doctrines of Calvinism. Calvinism, uh, educated people are drawn to Calvinism. They're too smart for their own, their own good. And there, there is some draw uh, towards that. And, and we've got to be, we be cautious. Uh, don't forget that the purpose of the teaching is for the life to be lived. Uh, first, or 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine. Uh, and uh, we, we look at that for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. And so uh, that practical application, it has to be there. And sometimes the teachers will bypass that because they just want to get the information. They don't want the application. And so, number five, uh, they have, the uh, teachers have a tendency to gather many facts. They like information. And they will enjoy the gathering of that fact. And sometimes they will enjoy the gathering of the facts even more than teaching of the facts. They just enjoy that process of learning. Uh, and uh, when, they're, when they're teaching, they will feel, be uh, compelled to give as many of those as well. Uh, so the gathering the facts. A misuse could be that uh, they, they uh, 
show off their researching skills, those, those, those talents that they have developed uh, to be able to g- gain that information, it can become a, uh, a source of pride. And so we just have to guard that. Uh, number six, uh, they require, require thoroughness. They, they, they love the details. They enjoy giving details that might not even be noticed or uh, cared about by others. Uh, Luke cited more details about uh, the Lord than any other book in the Gospels. He cited all kinds of details that John uh, passed right over. And I, I understand it was uh, the leading of the Holy Spirit of God, uh, but God used a vessel to communicate uh, that information. And so uh, they, uh, uh, they, they love the details. Uh, a misuse, uh, they can uh, reject in spirit, uh, scriptural uh, presuppositions. Uh, if a teacher does not submit to the teaching uh, ministry of the Holy Spirit, uh, they can find themselves re-examining the foundations of Scripture. They can learn areas to where now in their learning, they get to a place where now they doubt the foundations. And that's dangerous. So our learning should not cause us to lose our faith. Our learning should cause our faith to be strengthened. Hebrews 6.1, Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrines of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God. And so here, uh, they're saying that uh, we should be maturing uh, and sh- we should get past just the, the baby, uh, uh, the milk of the word, and, and that we should be maturing and we shouldn't be going back and having to uh, restart uh, where we started. Uh, number seven, They are uneasy with subjective truth. Now, think about that. Subjective truth. There is no such thing as subjective truth. There is truth and there is error. But how information is is given is sometimes subjective. How it is given. And so with that, uh, when information is given and they do not find that there has been enough validation for that, they have problems with that. They've got to make sure they're, they're trying to uh, uh, get that, uh, all of the information that's needed uh, to be able to uh, ensure that it is true. So as things are coming uh, at them, this, this is a strength because they're not just going to these are the people that aren't going to be blown by by every wind of doctrine. And so uh, we, we, uh, we see that they want to make sure that the truth is able to be proved. Uh, they don't want just personal experiences. They want, they want to be able to know that it is true. Uh, but with that, uh, they can also uh, put, put the mind above uh, the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 2.14, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, uh, because they are spiritually discerned. And so uh, with that, the, 
the teacher, uh, the one with the gift of teaching, just has to, uh, to remember uh, that they have to be spirit-led uh, so it's not just based on their own uh, thinking. Number eight, I'm trying to hasten through here. I've got nine points. Number eight, uh, they persevere with accepted teachers. Uh, so when, when there was an uh, acceptable teacher, uh, they stay with them. Uh, and sometimes uh, with that, uh, that loyalty, uh, we can see a great, uh, the great attributes that it has. Uh, the value of that. Uh, Timothy, uh, when uh, Paul was writing to Timothy, uh, he said, only Luke is with me. Take Mark and bring him with thee for he is profitable uh, unto me uh, to the ministry or for the ministry. So, uh, so we see that uh, he, he had that, uh, that, uh, uh, that trust there. Uh, and so they persevere with those uh, accepted teachers. Once someone they trust, uh, they will stay with them and they don't, they're not easily uh, sidetracked. A misuse is uh, they can take teachings to extremes. Uh, when truth is out of balance, you find heresy. And so uh, that's, that's mercy without justice. And then you have, you have problems. Grace without law. And there are problems. You have to have the balance of it. Uh, and so uh, with teachers, sometimes they can uh, go to one side or the other. And then uh, number nine, uh, they clarify misunderstandings. If a teacher finds out the information that they had was wrong, not only are they going to accept that it was wrong, they are going to go back and re-research everything that they did so they can find where they came up with the wrong answer. Because they, wanna, they want to know if something was wrong, they want to know how they arrived at a wrong conclusion. And, and so uh, they are willing to clarify uh, those misunderstandings. Uh, a misuse is they could uh, get to a point where they will argue over minor points. They can argue over minor points. So if a teacher is leaning on his own understanding, uh, he will find it easy to, uh, to ignore a, uh, an important spiritual truth because they detect a minor flaw in maybe how it was presented. And so uh, just being, being cautious... Uh, so uh, if they, they also might reject a truth because they're being asked to intellectually uh, accept something, but they have not been given uh, the information uh, to be able to come up with that same answer. Uh, and so they're going to go back and they're going to try to uh, seek all that information out. Now, those of you who, who do not have the gift of teaching, you endured tonight all right there there is things that was just like okay you know this doesn't affect me at all but it does impact some that are sitting right here and and with that we have to realize the lord doesn't want us to be ignorant concerning spiritual gifts 
And so we need to understand them. We need to learn them. Uh, and it will help us to learn each other uh, so we can be that body that Christ wants us to be. Father, I pray that you'd help us tonight. Thank you for your goodness to us. Uh, thank you for uh, the Word of God. Thank you for uh, the body uh, that you have assembled right here uh, as Bible Baptist Church, the people. And Lord, you have gifted each and every one of us. And, and I pray that you would help us to recognize our gifts. And then, Lord, help us to use them for your honor and glory. Uh, may we sharpen them. Uh, may we uh, see how you could use them for uh, your purpose, for your cause, for your kingdom. Uh, so help us now, please. Heads bowed, eyes closed. As the Lord's